This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. You already know what it is. It's Wednesday, which means it is Vanderpump Rules recap time. And you know what? When I'm planning these Wednesday episodes, usually I'm thinking, okay, I'll sit down. I'll I'll, I'll figure out what we're talking about with Vanderpump Rules. Okay, we got emo night, pump closing, Vanderpump dogs, a whole cast of characters brought into film with Tom. I'm thinking of how we're going to fill an episode with Vanderpump Rules because it's it's a little hit or miss. But then we have two big news stories barreling barreling down the way that we've got to get to. Guys, have you heard that Bo Deedle and Louis Ruelas got sued together? Oh boy, it is happening. It, it feels like, look, I know I <laughs> if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know how I feel about um a lot of the Jersey situations. And I know I I you know, some people are are more of the Teresa persuasion than the Melissa persuasion, but that's not really what this is about. So this case, if you have not seen yet or have not have not read much about it, so Louis Bo and Bo Deedle is this private investigator who's uh, very prolific. He's in his seventies. Uh, he is name dropped in The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, but he was also name dropped at the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion last season, where uh, John Fuda and and some others claimed that basically Louis had been working with him to have them investigated. But anyway, this lawsuit is not about anybody else on Real Housewives of New Jersey, at least not directly. It is about one of Louis's exes, this woman, Vanessa Reiser, who, if you have uh, <laughs> if you have dabbled in the lore of Louis's exes over the years, this is the woman who ran across the country in a wedding dress to raise awareness about narcissistic abuse. She has also, more recently, attempted and been denied a permanent restraining order against Louis. So let's just say they didn't end on great terms. And since then, things have not necessarily been peachy between them. But so Louis, Bo Deedle, and a group of lawyers are being sued, were sued earlier this week for illegally accessing insensitive information about this woman, Vanessa. Um, and they, quote, used criminal, reckless, malicious, fraudulent intent devised to defraud the plaintiffs and cover their, quote, own misdeeds. They're being accused of violating the Federal Wiretap Act, the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, and the New Jersey Wiretapping and Electronic Surveillance Control Act. So this is, uh, (laughs) I mean, it's certainly interesting Notably here, this is a civil case. They're not being charged with crimes. Nobody's been arrested. We're not going to see prison time because of this. So when you're talking about the patterns of 
actions by the man that Teresa chooses to marry, it's not the same as what happened with Joe before. I mean, the the specifics of the case are quite different in you know, just of, of what he's being accused of. But also this is, at, at least so far, only a civil proceeding. There are no criminal charges. I don't know if that's something that might be on the table in the future. But right now, this is what's out there. And this is the kind of thing where, is anyone surprised? Would anyone be surprised? Obviously, it's all, this is all alleged. I want to make that clear. You know, they've, they've just been sued. They haven't had time to you know, plead their case. I'm sure there will be hearings or mediation or a settlement or potentially a trial. But this is the sort of thing where when you read about it, when you hear it, when you get that little push notification, you're not like, oh my God, I can't, not Louie, not this bastion of the community, not this guy who seems like he would never hurt a fly. Oh, it couldn't be Louie. Be fucking for real. This is the kind of thing where when I when I woke up to this, because I passed out early last night. Look, I saw a play. I had already watched Vanderpump Rules. I posted my little post. I watched a couple episodes of Cheers. I fell asleep during the second one. I woke up as the credits were rolling. I turned off the TV and I just laid my little head back down. So I I slept like a baby, knowing nothing about this. And then I wake up. I had texts. I had notifications about Louis and Bodil, and I was not surprised. I wasn't, I didn't know it was coming. I wasn't anticipating it in a literal sense, but in a spiritual sense, in a big picture sense, this felt like it was coming. This is the other shoe. This is the proof in the pudding, allegedly. It just feels like the last couple seasons, the last couple years in the Real Housewives of New Jersey universe, there's been this kind of shady cast over Louie, and there's been a lot of digging around, kind of getting to the getting to the core of what might be wrong here. And I don't know if this is all of it. I don't know if this is 100% true and factual, but it it feels like an important piece, and it feels like a piece that is, again... Not shocking. Now, at, at least as I'm recording right now, Louis, Bo Deedle, Teresa, anyone involved have, have yet to respond to this. I don't know if we will get much of a response. I bet we'll get um, a lot of pictures of Teresa and Louis on vacation. And, um, you know, I'm sure the love bubble will be fortified once again with another layer of, what is a bubble made out of? Spit? What is a uh, like a plastic bubble? Is it one of those like hamster ball things that you get like zipped into and then they blow it up with air and then you can like run around? I don't know. I'm sure the love bubble will be um, on full display as we go through this time. But I'm very curious because Real Housewives of New Jersey, assuming it premieres in the next month or so, God, oh. can we get an update? Can we get an a- Can I get an amen? Like wh- where, where, where? Where is Real Housewives of New Jersey? But anyway, obviously they have filmed a whole season. I don't know if this will be a storyline in the season at all. I don't know if we will kind of get more of the Bo Deedle talk, more of the questions about Louis' past, because this is the thing that this is firmly rooted in his past. It's about his ex. So 
it seems like that would be even more frustrating for somebody in Teresa's position than if he was digging up dirt on her like current cast members that she hates. Because this is about some lady that he used to date. So if if I were Teresa, which, you know, I'm not, thankfully, but I, I would be like, hey, are you paying somebody to hack your ex's computer? Because that's fucking weird. We're married. We're raising kids together. Can you like get a grip and just like stop caring about this? I don't know. I am assuming at some point, you know, they'll it'll be brought up at a reunion or on a Watch What Happens Live. I'm sure we'll get a nice little um, half-baked answer that uh, that doesn't really give us what we want. But it is what it is. We'll see. I can't wait to see what happens. But in the meantime, the other the other news story, and then I promise we'll get to Vanderpump Rules. We got our first concrete update about Real Housewives of Atlanta in a long time yesterday when it was announced that Portia, Portia Guobadia now, she is no longer Portia Williams. She is fully embracing her new married last name. She will be joining season 16 of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Variety reported on this saying that it's going to be a reboot of sorts with a mix of new and returning cast that will start filming later this year was just the, the the wording that could be next month. That could be in December. Who knows? But there, interestingly, with Portia's announcement, there was no additional casting information. So we don't know anyone else who's being brought back. We don't know any of the new people that are being circled for the cast. So there's really no there's really no bearing on this so far because if it's Portia and four people we've never met before and maybe, you know, Kenya or Cynthia or somebody, that's one thing. But the casting around Portia could make a huge difference. And I, look, I think that Portia left Real Housewives at the right time for her, but I never thought that she was somebody that couldn't come back. And so I think she's I think she's a smart choice just in the sense that she is kind of a premier name in the Housewives universe. You know, she is going to bring that uh, that attention and that excitement in terms of freshening up the show. Um, she obviously is a, a hilarious person. She's been involved in a lot of drama in her years. I don't know what her energy is going to be like coming back to the show now. I Obviously, she is married. She's a mother. She might not be kind of willing to get down and dirty the same way that we've always seen, but I think that's going to be an exciting thing to find out. But, but most of all, one of my reactions to the Porsche casting news yesterday was that I think Candy Burris played this the exact right way because I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of talks Candy was or wasn't involved in about season 16. I don't know if she knew that Portia was coming back. I don't know if she knew that that was on the table. But she announced just 10 days ago that she was stepping away from Real Housewives of Atlanta this season. And she basically said, they waited too long. I'm moving on. I'm working on other projects. And she really owned that narrative of making it seem, whether this is true or not, that it was her decision, she got the big send off from Andy. He talked about her for like 10 minutes on the radio. 
I think that if Candy had waited and made this sort of announcement after the news of Portia joining the show, it would it would come off completely different because it would seem like at that point that Candy was just reading either reading the tea leaves and feeling like she wasn't valued or like she didn't get offered a contract and she was kind of, you know, reframing the narrative of essentially getting fired. And so I, I think that Candy is, you know, she's she's a smart lady. She knows what she's doing. I think she did the right thing there. I'm very curious to see who will be on the season with Portia. And I, I, I hope they get filming started sooner rather than later. I would imagine that announcing Portia is kind of like the just the first domino and that we'll kind of get more news hopefully quickly after this. But you never know. But Atlanta, not dead. It's coming back. It's coming back with Portia. And we'll see what that looks like. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. 
Okay, we got to talk about Vanderpump Rules. It's emo night. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can only pretend to care so much about emo night. I, I thought this was a pretty good episode of Vanderpump Rules. I think that they are, they're doing a good job of moving the pieces around the board. And by pieces, of course, I mean real people with real lives and real struggles. Uh, they're moving the pieces around the board in a way that is believable and... Like it feels earned in a way, but also I think they are doing a good job of kind of forcing people to be in the same room, forcing people to have these conversations on camera. And we saw this week, I think the most of that's over. Obviously, James and Sandoval had their little moment at the birthday party last week after he leaves. Sandoval is very pissed that James said he did the ultimate betrayal because he still thinks that James having sex with Kristen in his bed is worse than anything he's ever done. I'm like, sir. We have to move on. We simply cannot be going back to this place. And this is sort of the this is sort of the story over and over again with Tom. Three or four times in this episode, he kind of like he starts to say the right thing, or he starts to come correct with the with the good energy, with the energy of saying that he wants to be humble and apologetic with the group. But he just can't sustain it. He can't. He's incapable of having these full length conversations without devolving into, well, my life is hard too. What do you want me to do, man? I apologize so many times. And this is, a, if, I, if I had one piece of advice to give for Tom right now, in this group, with the energy that's going on, it is never going to benefit you to have these big, loud, angry reactions. Whether or not, whether or not you feel like you're justified in that reaction. And whether or not, maybe sometimes you might be justified in that reaction. Look, there are a lot of emotions happening within this group. It is a big thing that has happened. And I don't necessarily think you know, I think what Tom did was super bad. And I think that I think that none of this, you know, Scandaval would not be a thing if Tom hadn't fucked Raquel. That's point blank, period. But I think that he is ruining whatever chance he has at a fair shake or like kind of a a new chance by blowing up and being reactive and not being able to control his emotions. And that's probably good for us as a reality TV viewing public because we don't want to just watch somebody like, you know, stick to their PR talking points and be like, yes, Sheena, you're right. I'm so sorry. Yes, Lisa, you're right. I'm so sorry. Yes, James, you're right. I'm so sorry. Like that obviously would be boring as hell. But if he wants to help himself, it would it would do wonders. If he could just keep his temper under control, not try to make it about himself and just kind of sit there and take it. And that's kind of what Schwartz was saying like earlier where it's like you need to just like kind of accept the consequences. And I think that that's obviously I'm like, you know, talking to a wall here trying to like coach Tom. And of, of course, he's not listening. I'm not like delusional. And this was filmed. <laughs> this was filmed like 
seven months ago. So it's not like I'm going to get in there before episode four and be like, hey, okay, come on. We got we got one quarter left. You, you, you Focus up. Focus up. I just think that he, I don't know if he got bad advice or if he is just like physically incapable of sitting down and like understanding this situation, but it's, it's kind of hard to watch. Maybe I'm just, you know, Monday quarterbacking, but I'm like, I could do better. If I, if I scanned evolved, if I had had a seven month long affair with Raquel, I could handle it better than this. I really like, uh, is this like very Delulu that I'm like, I could walk through the fire of Scandaval and I could come back to the group and I could make people like me again or tolerate me again. I think I could. I'd be like, oh my God. Oh my God. Sheena. Sheena. Okay. I will say leading off the conversation with Sheena saying that she looks like Shania Twain. That was a good move. Cause she, <laughs> As much as Sheena is trying to 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 sit there with her glass, her big ass glasses and her, you know, the, the juiciest her lips have ever looked. As much as she's trying to sit there with a straight face, it's like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. Thank you. <laughs> oh God. Something that I've seen more this season than in the past is people watching this show and the the number one reaction just being like, this is all staged. This feels fake or like this, you know, somebody had said that you it felt like they all were like had a call time and were like showing up to film at the same time. And I just I just want to know. How do you think that these shows are made? We've been watching Vanderpump Rules for 12 years. Do you think that they all just like in the past have magically showed up at Sir at the same time? Or like the cameras just happen to be there when Jax comes over to Tom's apartment? Like, yeah, there's there's a call time. You show up to film. You're filming a show. It's not like secret cameras. But I, I understand that beyond that, there's a feeling maybe that these people wouldn't necessarily be in these situations without the construct of the show. And that's, I mean, that's accurate. Like, would all these people be sitting at Sir for See You Next Tuesday in 2023 when half of them aren't getting along if they weren't on a reality show together? No, of course they wouldn't. But like, do you want the show to happen or not? I think there needs I think there needs to be a little bit of a realignment of how we kind of process and critique these shows when it's like you're complaining about something that is literally just how reality television is made. And if you don't if you don't care about the storylines this season or if you don't think that these people are still interesting to you, then maybe Vanderpump Rules has just run its course in your media diet like maybe you could just find something else to watch but I don't think that there's anything nothing in the production sort of construct this season has really rubbed me the wrong way I think that they are I think that they production has been dealt a tricky hand in terms of we are seeing Tom Sandoval film with a, a funny little cast of characters having a moment where Billy Lee is like 
oh, well, Tom, you know, Raquel has really put you through the ringer and I want you to focus on, um, focus on yourself and your own healing, not another girl. Like, I don't know. Like, do I care about Billy Lee and Tom's friendship? No. But also it's like Tom has to talk to somebody. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I did really laugh, though, when he shows up to serve with Kyle Chan, who I think in the past we have known as like Brittany and Jax's engagement ring designer. Like truly the uh, the roster of people who are available to film with Tom Sandoval has been exhausted. <laughs> but, you know, they're sitting at Sir and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I heard that uh, Sheena, Sheena uh, texted you, right? Like she uh, when uh, your friend uh, died, she uh, like reached out. Right. And then that sweet sweet pretty man Jesse who works at Sir comes over and he's like, oh yeah, Tom, uh, hi, I, uh, uh, you know, hey, uh, how are you doing, man? I, uh, I'm sorry that I had to, uh, unfollow you on Instagram when, uh, everything went down. You, uh, you know that it was just a lot. Like, <laughs> that is maybe the one part of this season that I'm, like, bumping on a little bit where I'm like, we, we gotta get to a place where Tom isn't just filming scenes with these complete randos. Because you can tell being on camera and like performing these scenes, it's a skill and it's something that you hone. And so everybody in the core group of Vanderpump Rules, they get it at this point. Like they can just like do it. But when you have, <laughs> when you have poor Kyle Chan and Jesse who have clearly had like a producer in their ear being like, yeah, so when you're sitting down with Tom, it would be great if you ask him about what happened with Sheena and when she reached out to you. The ability to relay that kind of storyline and seem not like you're reading off a teleprompter is a little bit tough for people who aren't used to being on the show. 
But overall, I mean, I think seeing Tom's little one-on-ones is super interesting. Seeing him talk to Lisa, I mean, there is there is no one else that talks to Tom that way. I feel like she, Lisa talking to Sandoval for some reason is like the most I've really felt engaged with Lisa on this show in a really long time. And like, yeah, it's funny that they're sitting in the like abandoned patio of pump with the like curls font sign that says wine makes my pants fall off. But I actually, I felt pretty emotionally wrapped up in that scene when, you know, Tom's kind of like, having his little tantrum about how, you know, he's not living his rock star dream life. Like he's trying to like, you know, make ends meet or whatever. And when he makes the comment that he battled with suicide and Lisa stops him and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do that because, and he says, you don't know what I went through. You don't know how I'm feeling. And for Lisa to say, you know how close that is to me with my brother losing my brother. And for Lisa to share, I think she says in the confessional, after the reunion, when it was so, so rough for Tom, she reached out to him and she said, hey, I hope you're doing okay. If you're ever, ever in that place where you're having those thoughts, you have to tell me. You have to talk to me about it. And I think that is, you know, Feel how you want to feel about Lisa. But I, I think with these people, she does feel this sort of responsibility to kind of make sure they're okay. And, I, you know, she doesn't always go about it the exact right way when it comes to, like, the the actual situations within the group. But I, I understand and I respect that even though Sandoval, like, deserved to be, like, shat on by these people who he fucked over that on a human level, she still felt the need to be like, Hey, you're going to be okay. And Hey, like, please, please speak to me if you aren't. I don't know. It it worked for me. And then I think kind of, you know, from there LVP, I think feels the need to be like a little bit, um, Team Tom in a way that I don't love, where she's like meeting with Schwartz at Vanderpump Dogs, which first of all, like L O L, but she's like, oh, yeah, I don't think the punishment fits the crime, and I think you really, it's like okay, we don't like, mm. we don't need you like now on the Tom Redemption tour just because he was saying that he like had some some dark thoughts, but I whatever, it's a complicated position. Lisa's always been in a complicated position on this show, and I mean. I don't know. I don't. I think I could handle Scandaval better than Tom. I don't know if I could handle Vanderpump Rules better than Lisa. I think she's got that one. The fact that Lisa. Okay, so Lisa's opening a place in Tahoe, and Schwartz sort of says he wants to come, and so Lisa's like, "Okay, come." Also, invite everyone. Like (laughs) the excuses that we come up with to take these trips. It's like just. Why is it now Schwartz's job to be like, hey, guys, I'll see you next Tuesday. Hey, I'm putting together this Tahoe trip. And I, just so you know, I'm inviting everyone. And literally everyone in the circle is like, why are you inviting Tom? If you want us to come, why are you inviting Tom? 
And Ariana's like, I don't even want to spend time with you, let alone the other Tom. And he's like, oh, well, you know, because you're like uh, living together still, I thought that uh, it probably wouldn't be that much of an issue. She's like, babe, we, we literally don't. We literally don't have eyes on each other. We don't speak. We, we don't talk anymore. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, like, why are you putting Schwartz in this position of having to be the like go between to plan this trip? He says that then maybe they can all stay somewhere else and he'll stay with Tom. It's like, this is such a mess. But also, you know, Schwartz. He says he doesn't want to give up on his friendship with Tom. He has a closeness with him that he just doesn't have with Sheena or with James. And, you know, again, kind of similar to Lisa. I think that Schwartz is, you know, also in a difficult position. You know, there's there's layers to it. And, of course, one of those layers is being on a show together where you're encouraged and sometimes required to spend time together. And that's, you know, that's why Schwartz is inviting Sandoval to Tahoe. Because the producers are like, it's your job to present everyone with this opportunity, and it's a cast trip. And Sandoval, like it or not, is part of the cast. <sighs> I suppose we have to talk about Sandoval and Sheena in the Sir Alley. The Sir Alley! Ugh! Do they put those chairs and those like tables and tablecloths and accoutrements do they put those out there just so it looks ragtag during filming or are, is there just like shit piled up out there 24 7 don't tell me i don't want to know some things look you can break the fourth wall as much as you want don't tell me that the sir alley is like a a soundstage i can't handle that but sandoval clocking sheena as she walks past his table with kyle chan and sir was that moment 100% authentic? I don't know. Did it make me laugh hysterically? Absolutely. Sheena's face when she gets stopped, she's like, I'm, I, you can't see my face right now, but I'm like, it's just so good. And he asks if they can talk. She's like, we can talk out back. I'm not doing this in here. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I'm not having a conversation with you where anybody else in the cast could see me and then have critiques of how I handled it, basically. <laughs> She's like, she's like, we will be doing this one-on-one -on -one and they will not see the footage until the show airs. <laughs> but they have this talk in the Sir Alley. I mean, it's a little, it's a little awkward. I think that Sheena, Kate, this is something Katie brings up earlier in the episode that Sheena kind of has this tendency to flip-flop a little bit and that people can make Sheena feel bad for them and sort of get this sympathy. And I think that Sheena is honestly doing her best to not give in to that. I think that it makes sense that Sandoval sort of sees her as a first attempt to get back in. And I think that she has complicated feelings because their friendship goes back such a long way. But she does not just like roll over and crumble. She she kind of tells him like, look, if you actually want this and it's kind of similar to what Lisa said. Like, if you actually want to move forward with people in this group, first of all, you shouldn't have fucked Raquel. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I know. that's gonna be a thing. And it's like, Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's the thing. That was the thing. Like, I, but yeah, I mean, Sheena says that he's a narcissist. He says that he's she should look it up. He says, Well, a narcissist would, wouldn't admit they're a narcissist. Touche, Sheena. 
that whatever psychology class she probably took in college, it's paying off. But then there's the weird thing. I, one thing that I have very limited patience for is talking about the podcasts and the interviews and the blogs and X, Y, Z. And the fact that we're talking about Nima Van, yes, Shaws of Sunset Nima, who like briefly, briefly had a thing with Raquel. Sheena had him on her podcast. And Tom is like, you know, his panties are in a bunch about it. He says he had to really talk her down after the interview. Nima said that Tom told Raquel that he and Ariana were in an open relationship. And this was like a whole thing. And it's like, am I the only one who just like doesn't care that much? Like in the grand scheme of things, I don't think that's the biggest fish anyone here has to fry. It happened. It's over. Move on these podcast interviews. It's like, who cares? You're sitting in front of each other. Talk about something real. I get that you're doing podcasts for money, but at a certain point, it's too much. I don't know. I think that Sandoval, based on the various interactions we saw him have this week, I think that he's going to have a long road back to anyone in the group truly, truly moving forward with him. I'm, I'm sure that he will have little windows and little, you know, footholds throughout the season because how could you not? It's a long season. It's There's a lot of time together. But he's just not, he's not coming to the table with the energy that actually inspires you to feel like there's positive progress. And I think that's going to be really tough at the end of the day. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. We're only three episodes into the season. We've got a lot to get to. And I I can't wait to do it. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.